what they did what you have is the architect's big problem is is atrophy of the mind lack of stimulation and he's bored boredom means his mind will degrade so therefore he has agents stirring up all kinds of trouble to stimulate his mind he also has a fail-safe solution at the end an uh, unending source of stimulation which is he comes back as christ because we're, if we're supposed to give our free will over right and so if we give our free will over to him he's stimulated forever being worshiped forever no atrophy of the mind at that point purge the agents so they put that in the matrix and look how badly they did it but the thing is like he even said that mostly everybody even tesla who i admire has gotten 99% of the predictions wrong. This is 99% to 100% right. It even has the fake Oval Office in it. It's in here, the fake Oval Office. So basically they look for answers and they actually call me and talk to me about what's going on. How do I know? And how do I, how do I, how do they know that I have more screenplays? I got 15 more better than Matrix. Carbon-60, or C-60, first gained notoriety back in 2012 from a study that increased the lifespan of rats by a whopping 90%. Since that breakthrough study, scientists have conducted thousands of studies showing C-60 not only has a very real potential extending lifespan, but also has been shown to be better than any other substance ever studied to reduce inflammation, eliminate free radicals, provide powerful antioxidants, and more. After the famous rat study, scientists at Live Longer Labs realized a human, not industrial, formula needed to be made. That's when they set out to be the first lab in the world to focus on what is best for human consumption of C60. This led Live Longer Labs to pioneer a high-quality, 99.9% .9 pure C60 refined without solvents in oils that work best for humans, and that is black seed oil. Look it up yourself. Black seed oil has been known as a universal healer for millennia, and more modern studies confirmed its benefits as a potent antioxidant and for anti-inflammation. Simply, it's not like other oils. It's better. To try this amazing product, go to sarahwestall.com under shop. Remember, members of Ebeneer save 10%, and all listeners can save 5% using the coupon found at sarahwestall.com under shop. Okay, so now, do you think you'll ever be paid and get what you deserve from the matrix or is it are you not you're gonna have to just do new stuff and whatever i believe my son will my son will unless we get name credit it's not going to open up for me if i get name credit yes it'll all open up they know that the wachowskis that's why they raced matrix four forward and it wasn't the first time they were going to come forward with it First time, Keanu Reeves wasn't going to do it because he knows our situation, too. He knows what's going on. And so they put merchandise on the shelf and everything. There was a hit and run on me in Canada, and it missed. So they killed my son, Sean, oh, right God. after that. It did. It's terrible. I, know, I, I remember. Yeah. And so that they took the merchandise off the shelf after the hit and run missed. And Joel Silver left Albert Carbon in, uh, with Netflix being filmed in Canada. He left, he left the project after the hit and run missed me. Jeez. Okay. And, you know, they did such a crappy job on Matrix 4. It was a bomb in the theaters. It was a bomb everywhere. It was terrible. I mean, in comparison. Now, what do you think the fallout is from that? Well, they were trying to quote, Jill Silver says in an article in 2003 on the set of Matrix and Animatrix, he said, or two and three installment. He says, we're hoping we used up the rest of the story. See, if they use up the story, they think no one's going to come and see the actual work they think. Of course they're going to come and see it. Sophia Stewart gives me calls, the one that claims to be the mother of the Matrix. No, she has nothing. So she will call me and say, no one's going to come see your film if you make it. Yes, they will. 
love it or hate it, that want to see how it originally fits together. And they will. If it's good. Well, we told her that. I told her that. If it's good, they will. Yeah. And she said, if you make that, they'll put an injunction on you. Well, if they put an injunction on me, I said, have at me. Because if you put an injunction on me, that means there's similarities. We're back. We're going to finish this and we win. Yeah, the injunction. Yeah, that's exactly right. Then they're they're saying, you copied ours. Look at the date. Yeah. They don't have copyright matrix, and we have it preceding their yeah. filming of it. So it's a done deal. It's a done that deal. so funny. So where do you go yeah. from here? What are you going to be doing now? You're you're doing a documentary, and you want your – are you in the process of getting this one made, the original? That's what we're doing. Not only the um, Immortals being made the way it is, keep in mind that um, Marvel Comics with Paul Anderson, um, Cypher Man. Yep. Well, they actually, there was people that saying like, Cyberman did this first. Well, Cyberman's in-house with Marvel Comics, Warner Brothers, and Disney. So uh, wouldn't that make sense? In-house people ripping it off. And then what do you have? Texts and texts and emails and emails from him, Cyberman, the Cyberman group from Marvel Comics, saying they want to do a blend of the Immortals and Cyberman. Does that tell you something? Yeah, if they want to do a they don't want my work out showing that before they did theirs, here was uh, the actual original work proceeding. They don't want that. So they want to do a blend. So we all cash in together. See the game? Yes. And then at that point, once they get you that way, then you have no claim. And so they that's try right. to reel you in with the small little, you know. <laughs> well, that's why I laugh. I laugh, Sarah, at the people out in the public that go, well, Cypher Men were the ones that ripped off. Please, people. If, if, if they're contacting me saying they want to do a blend and my work proceeds Cypher Man, and Cypher Man is in-house with Warner Brothers who stole the work. I mean, connect the dots or take them individually. It all comes out the same way in the wash. Well, if you have, the, you know, if you have truth on your side, you're fine long term. It's, it's a struggle, obviously. Truth is not easy to get out there. So you're, no. you're, making, you're making the original. You have a documentary coming. And people are lining up. People understand. Yeah, you're right. If they actually look at the facts, they figure it out and say, yeah, this guy has truth on his side. That's right. And that's he's right. right. So now, um, what... Well, that's what, why they're throwing shills. That's why they're throwing shills. Not to interrupt, sorry to interrupt, but no, they're throwing shills now to try to stride track stragglers in the public, you know, critical thinking public. Like, come over here. Don't pay attention to him. And very weird ways of doing it. And so they're also trying to interrupt, like you had the interruptions during your program from the FBI. That interruptions are supposed to get people not to listen. They shadow ban to make it look like we don't have any views. And they'll be like, why haven't we seen this guy before? They put that out there. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, we've been shadow banned and put down heavily and they destroyed us. Yeah, the but shadow now- banning is nobody thinks you're good. And I see that on Facebook where people try to comment and it makes it look like nobody's looking at it and nobody's commenting. And, and there, there was a woman who commented and they wouldn't, all she said is thank you for this work. And they comment, banned her comment saying that it was, I don't know what exactly. this, yeah. Exactly. It's like, how can you co- ban? Thank you. But they did. <laughs> and so <laughs> they're doing that to make it look like nobody's interested. That's what the FBI does. My sister walked out of my dad's funeral. Because the woman who um, put a like or said a nice comment on my site, you know, keep going, Tom, whatever, and like, um, was a singer my mom wanted to have at the funeral. So my sister walked out on it because it was somebody who spoke well of me. Oh, geez. Poor, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, when you have family members that do that, there's people I think much more people can relate to you now on family members that are divided because this COVID yeah. vaccine has divided a lot of families. I mean, 
there almost every at least you have a lot of good company now where almost everybody yeah. has experience now with families divided it's sad but it's true right and then i've got all these messages from these players saying the fbi is going to come raid your home you raid your home raid your home they're going to come raid your home well have that i mean they'd have to plant evidence there's nothing here my stuff is not in this house so if they came and raided it they'd have to plant stuff and i know what they would plant um, that's what they do. They'll plant stuff. They would and plant what they something. do is right. They won't justify a warrant until after they search. And then they hope they can justify the warrant by what they might uncover searching for. See, so what they do is they won't declare their warrant. They'll come search your home. If they don't find somebody plant something and say, that's what we were having the warrant for. See, they don't, they don't have anything or find something to legitimize having a warrant. That's it's all right. backwards. That is right. It's all back. I, I know you don't have much time. So what I want to do at the very end is give somebody, give the, our audience one thing to go off of, of what we, you know, what they're doing and what we should prepare for. And then whatever else that you want to finish with. Oh, easily. I can easily go to 1032 or even right up to 11 if you need to. But here's the deal. What I think people need to be prepared for is false flags. Also, a lot of disinformation and noise in the media. They're going to send you a lot of talking points. Of course, they always do that. But false flags are supposed to propel you to be on alert, be terrified. What I'm expecting is a – they actually hint it through the films too, besides context giving me information, is that they'll do a smaller one to get you on your toes and get shook. And then they'll do the big one, which will be one of the cities they're talking about, uh, where they actually do it in Men in the High Castle. They name a couple cities where they're trying to get it imprinted in the people's mind to expect it. And when it, if it happens in those cities that are being dripped into our minds, then we're supposed to go, oh, my God, these guys know everything. They know what's going on. The FBI's wish is that everybody thinks they know everything and they're the ones they had to turn to. And so San Francisco, um, what was the ones they were talking about? San Francisco, Savannah. Um, uh, the reason they hit Philadelphia with that false thing in Texas with the false thing um, in that, that terrible incidence was because Aiden goes to Texas school. And uh, Philadelphia is where I'm from, where they chased me out. So you'll see this thing where they're actually making it about the author. They're actually doing that. And part of the reasoning is they're trying to say, look, Tom thinks it's all about him. And they'll have, she'll say that. No, I don't. Their contacts are saying they're doing this on purpose to make it look like, oh, Tom's a narcissist. No, they are very afraid of the work coming out, being explained, and me revealing what happened in the theft of that work and who who's connected, which includes the FBI. They don't want that coming out. That's why Fitzpatrick controls the sister. How many people have a congressman who's actually a lifelong FBI operative, there's only one in Congress, handling their direct family and giving them massive rewards? How many? Well, yeah, so, that's yeah. very strange. Okay, so um, you, you have more than six minutes. I thought it was at 10. It was, you're not... I, I'm going on at the next one at 11. Oh, so, but, I, I, and you're not... Um... I was thinking I'm you were Eastern for. time. I set up. I, I got it all okay. set where I just pushed the button. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk a little bit more about, so we have a little bit more time. Let's talk about the, um, what other advanced technology and things are they trying to do? I know Neuralink, which is Elon Musk stuff, is a total takeover in your mind. I mean, people have no it's, it's, idea. That's my stuff. In the original work, you see exactly what their downfalls are. 
And I, I let's love talk it. about no. that. Let's talk about yeah. what, you know, some of these things that so they're, they're trying to do. What are they trying to do? And they're interrupting you right now. They're interrupting that. They didn't like that. It's like they're pushing this button going, eh, they don't like it. So, okay, well, let's talk about what is it, it is that they're trying to do and so that people can understand a little bit more. From your perspective, what is it they're trying to do? Well, let's look at what's wrong with the Neuralink. And that's all through here. The tech is in here and it can't be disputed. Elon Musk has got a problem because it's copyrighted when this tech's in here and it's described it in full which he can't even discuss in interviews. He doesn't even understand it either, just like the Wachowskis didn't understand the word. So the downfalls of the Neuralink, first of all. Well, but there has to be scientists that understand it because they have to build it. Scientists do understand it. They'll understand what you have, but Elon Musk doesn't. Okay. He can't explain it free fall without a script. He can't explain it. That's what I'm saying. Like the Wachowskis can't explain Matrix. That's why they stopped doing interviews for so long. They couldn't explain it. They were embarrassed, Joel Silver said. So Elon Musk doesn't have the mental capacity to understand Neuralink. He doesn't. He well, doesn't understand. I always think it's weird that if he's so smart, why is he spending so much time texting and doing all these things? I mean, smart. his mind would be, it just, it's, it just doesn't match what he's doing. No, it doesn't. No, he doesn't. No. He'd be creating. But, he, he, no, he's, he's not smart at all. I saw him in interviews and things like this and it's embarrassing. And that's my tech. You can imagine me just going, Ugh. Well, he's pretty smart. But, I mean, he's smarter than the average guy. I'm not going to say that. And he is really, fo- but he's not, there's something off there, which is true. Let, let's talk about what this thing is and what you actually had in your screenplay and what they're, what you think they're doing. The Neuralink was part of the main uh, design of the New World Order uh, programming. Yep. What happened? Neuralink links everybody, even the agents. Everybody's linked. The agents have a separate separate system, which is interesting because that's central. I called it central. Central is the one world society's policing force uh, from the CIA. CIA becomes central. The FBI becomes central. Yeah. That was interesting. And so what happens is you actually have Neo is a lower echelon department head of the CIA in the beginning of the film. I wanted to be FBI, but I found out the FBI wouldn't be the worldwide thing. But they are now. So it's interesting. That's how it was presented. Didn't they wanted to cleanse that out? So um, also, what's interesting is Jim Reese is the main character that I picked. The title name I picked for my main character, Thomas A. And uh, that's now the main character of Terminal List, number one show in the country. It's incredible. And I'm wow, on that list. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so Neuralink. The, what Neuralink does is it allows everybody to be hooked up where your thoughts can be shared. You have a library of memories that can be done. You can store and delete memories. You can see somebody, if I looked at you, I would have a readout immediately of every interaction would be available to me. I'd know everything about you right away that I knew just by seeing your face. That's yep, why they would yep. have some. Because the mem- you're attached to the computer, which the computer can do all that. That's why they have the sunglasses on, the trench coats and the majors. The Wachowskis didn't understand it, but they put that on. Why, why yeah, did they have the sunglasses in there again? Because if you see the eyes and the face recognition, then you will read out exactly everything you know. According okay. to link. So the agents will allow – agents could look at you in a crowd. If they have search parameters for you in a crowd, they'll see you and pop every, all the information shoots up in front of their face. Okay. But on. with with chips, with computer chips, you really don't need the sunglasses. But in that time no, – they yeah. added that of what I was having in my world. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not necessary. They thought it'd be cool and they're walking around vinyl going squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah, but the that thing, makes sense. Stupid, idiotic stuff. But the thing is like, yes, the Neuralink was supposed to be that, you know, the architect also could access everybody. Well, you sure, know, yeah. Thinking, yeah, you, you could see your purchasing power, even on the basic level. Um, your credits, 
that you put I had that you put your palm up against the panel and it reads out your banking. Everything is there. That's how you access things. What and is, so that's what is the architect? Is it a human? Yes. The architect is human. Now, Joel Silver is the one that screwed it up. He said it's robots in the program, robots in the program. He's wrong. It's robot like agents. And that's right in the original work, too. It's not robots in the program. That's stupid. The stakes are higher if it's robot-like agents, real people who are not allowed to show fear or feelings. That's more intense. That's and that's what it, that's what's happening now. That's what they're trying to do now. Yes, exactly. It. You're not supposed to show any feelings. And boy, they succeeded with my sister. I'll tell you that much. So the thing is, like you watch them when people get one of the ways you know someone's bought off, even if they're not telling you is they've lost all feeling for others, all compassion. It's all ego. It's all ego. But that's MK Ultra stuff where they fracture somebody and they trauma-based and you lose your ability for empathy. Well, that's part of it, but you can also be someone who sells out and agrees to put your feelings in the freezer. Well, because you're, you also, if you get things easily, if you're very, very spoiled, you can lose empathy too. That's, that's my sister. So there's robot-like that's where it comes from, robot-like agents. See, the best friend of Neo, they ruined the story because the best friend of Neo is actually a former agent who's had his memories erased. Is so, that what happens in, in Matrix 4? Because they do bring back a best friend. That was terrible. That, You're going to look at it and go, God, this is terrible. I don't, I'm, I'm having trouble even getting near it. I'm letting people tell me about it. But in my original work, which they had all my drafts and copies and scripts things, right? They had it through a thrown false case where the attorney, what the attorney provided me was what Tony Rankin was, what Tony Rankin was ineligible to practice law. Why? That's how they threw my, because he has a suspended license. They gave me somebody with a suspended license. Jeez. Oh, okay. It was classmates with Warner Bros. So what you have is, yeah, what you have is, um, wait, Go back to what we we're just talking about. I just lost my loop. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about um, Matrix Four and how terrible it was, and how you had people telling you about it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. See, I went, I went a couple layers at once, and it just short circuited. That's it was like fine. That's both layers wanted to go in. Yeah, that's how I think. It's, so sometimes they'll cross over. It was like, yeah. So Matrix Four. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's in it, but I have people telling me some horror stories where they were just trying to, again, create from the world Tom Althaus created. Yeah, but that's people what, just told that you it's just terrible, right? I mean. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. They're just trying to get in there and make the money off it before we come forward. But I forgot talking about, about the, um, just before that, about the agents. But anyway, yes. go ahead. Yeah, we were talking about the agents being um, uh, robotic. Oh, yeah, that they're not robots. Joe Silver's the one that screwed that up. There's an article that talks about him talking to the suits and they're going, we know we have something cool, but we don't understand it. Well, why do they have it if they don't understand it? Because they got my work through Bonaventura, who was the man right here. Here, I have it all. This is the man who I pitched it to in New York. And he says he was the one that he still says he discovered and shepherded the Matrix story. And he's one of the few that understands it. Yeah, because he had my screenplay in hand and I explained all his questions. So he, he takes credit for shepherding it, even though he got it from you. He got it from me. Yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah. It, see, yeah, that's the truth coming out. Right. Yeah, yeah, it'll all come out. So, okay, and then um, what else is in there that we should expect as the world changes? Because, I mean, wow. people are seeing... It's loaded. Yeah. It's loaded. Yeah, tell it's, us some details. 
Well, you got the false flags in there. That's why with the first graphic where the matrix and the immortals or the matrix, the first graphic that Wachowski stuck in had my name, my dad's name, a Scottish clan name, birthday, Central West High, my high school, TA 49.9 in the column, all that stuff. So all that's in there. The next page of that graphic that's just in for a split second is 9-11. I was warning in the screenplay that a false flag was going to be done. That's before 9-11 because I knew Robertson's plans to create a false flag, endless war. An endless war where he could suspend presidential power or rights of citizens and have basically a dictatorship as a president. An endless war does that when he's yeah, running for president. That's what they've been, but they've been doing that since World War II. It's been like a just constant. So, okay, so what else do we have not happened yet that is going to happen? Uh, I mean, that a, might might not happen because we're ahead of us. Okay, here's a mind blow. Here's a mind blow, I think. What they're planning is a it just blows the mind this is robertson's crazy mind at work and the fbi and hollywood's totally on board they're actually practicing the simulations the immortals the reason they don't want the ending exactly as it is where the wachowski said on set we're going to use the exact ending they said everybody said blow it up but they kept my exact ending it doesn't make any sense if you rip the spine out in the exact ending the second coming is simulated it's simulated because man wants to outwit god if you will yeah, because so they're trying to bring what, back Jesus. Well, they want to take the power of that. Mm-hmm. Robertson's plan is to be interviewed by Christ, or simulating Christ, uh, on a man-made mountain. What's interesting is they're doing what Nostradamus said, is that the third rise up in the east on the man-made mountain, right? And so that's what they're doing. They want to do that. And so that came out in the Toronto Star after I brought this forward. And uh, there's a guy named John Rappaport in Hollywood who's yep. very, you know, he's made a lot of money off my work. So he's ripping off the idea, ideas in the work, not the screenplay, the ideas in the work and what I had to say and what I pitched about why this stuff was there. And he takes credit, makes a portion off it right in the middle of Hollywood. He would not be able to do that if inside. And so John Rappaport has just been a nightmare in my side. And he's got it easy. He charges a fortune for his lectures. And he even says Matrix and everything. He is the other version of the Wachowskis ripping me off and my ideas. And he even says, I just got this idea. I don't know where it came from about uh, that the second coming is going to be faked. Uh, and Pat Robertson, like, that's for me, you idiot. So, yeah, so he is stealing that. Just, just, just a jerk. And he's been a jerk to me, too. I've actually reached out to him and everything else. And he's going to keep going and make a fortune off of my work and my ideas. Um, the idea side. But the idea is that, yes, a second coming is going to be faked where Robertson's supposed to be. That's why named his university, Regent University, where it's supposed to be special effects where you see the second coming coming. He's And his think tank said he's, his big problem with the think tank was how to get enough power up the man-made mountain to, do, to do, see Christ coming back to Robertson for him to rule as a regent for God. It's that, There's the ending of the mortals, basically. You've got the fake Christ who gets the free will of the people. They actually want to do this. They've actually experimented with turning this guy red like in the immortals and having this ending. Well, the Wachowski's kept that same ending. But it doesn't make any sense. If you don't have it tied in what's going on, it doesn't make any sense. But that's why there's a dome. Everything's tied into that. That's why the sky's turned. When do you think they'll do this? It's a lot to swallow. Well, now it's derailed. It's all derailed. It should have been done by now. In fact, they reconstructed the temple 
the Holy of Holies, the temple in the Bible, like Solomon, whatever temple, in, David's in, temple. In Israel. That's right. And they have these authorities that are just the worst kind of authorities showing up. It's evil. They're actually trying to own that. But see, that was supposed to be done the same time this second coming is simulated. Second coming is not becoming simulated because I whispered through art and made it very clear and they know that derailed everything. I talked to certain really top people and they know that the game's off. They can't pull this off now. And that's why the Toronto Star, when they ran their article on it, saying that, yes, that's what Robertson was planning to do. So it's like, game's over. They didn't get their chance to be clever and pull this second coming off with all the simulated effects. They can do the booming in the sky, the changing his clouds red and all this other stuff, the chemtrail on steroids. They know how to do it all. And now they're stuck with their fingers in their nose because they, they can't pull it off because it's out there. And that's what these contexts have said to me. You put it out there. It ruined the whole party. Well, do you think they're still going to try to do it? No. You don't think so? No, it's over. It's already out there. It's not clever anymore. If they do it now, they'll look like idiots. Yes, they would look like idiots. But they already look like idiots now. They Well, worse, they look like mass murderers, which they are. But you're That's talking right. about there's there's more people than the people you're involved with. There's, you know, like the um, the World Economic Forum and all these people. There's so many other people involved. And so you're dealing with a subset of these people. And the ball is a collection of different groups, including FBI, Italian Mafia, Mexican Mafia, Jewish Mafia, Hollywood, the banks of England, um, the Federal Reserve. You've got um, the elite. Some of them, and the debate goes on about Illuminati. You've got all these different groups that are, are all having their hands in the pie, working together like unlikely bedfellows because they're all about power. See, one thing they all have in common, they're fans of the work and they want to profit off it. So I hold a key. They call it the key. I hold a key that they all want. I have something that's attracted all the dogs, not to pick on dogs. Sure. That makes sense. Okay. So um, you you don't know. I can't tell you when the things come up. So do you think that we won then? You think that it's now just a matter of cleanup time? It's, it. it's cleanup. They put me in my screenplay. They said, Sarah, they put me in my own screenplay. And I said to them, well, then you put me, that's my world. If you put me on my own screenplay, the reason I wrote it too was so that others like me would fit in the world, change the world's thinking where we would fit. Those of us with compassion and, and thinking and quick thinking creativity, we would fit in this world that Tom Althaus created. In fact, their expert witness said, not to tout myself, I don't like it, but their expert witness, uh, Rose, Dr. Rose, whatever, who's a real plant to take intellectual property work, their go-to thug. He said that Tom Althaus created a fantastic world. So even in their own attack, they're saying that. Their own attorney said, given the fact that Tom Althaus wrote the Matrix, you wrote the Matrix, yeah, wow, nice, good job. And they go, strike that. The thing is, it's common knowledge throughout the industries, everything else in studios. And that means they're in our story. They're in our turf. I'm the architect, I'm the author in that sense, if they want to play it that way. They're in our world. There goes the interruption. Yep, there's another interruption. They always tell us what they don't like. See, that probably made too much sense. So what happens is, so really what you do is you focus in on what they interrupt and you can see what they're upset about. And it really is a kind of a meter. It's like, we don't like that. We don't like that. We don't like that. We want our lollipop. Anyway, so it's really amazing. You can just read them reversing it. It's really cool. But that's the thing is they put us in our own story. We own that turf. We've won. Yes, Sarah, we've won. Wow, because I just can't believe they, how dumb they are. I mean, I, this, all this stuff just seems so dumb. But I, it's I not. Go, to, go ahead. Elon 
not that smart. Elon Musk is really not that smart. They have him act like he's smart. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I was just, you know, all this stuff that they're doing, like with the who and the COVID. I mean, there's a lot of people who've died. And um, it's just not that smart. It was just, they they lied. And it's like the Nazi Germany lie. You know, if you say a lie big enough and long enough, people believe the lie. And that's what they're doing. But it was just stupid. I mean, anybody who could still critically think knew it was just dumb. Well, you know what comes with power and success? Like my sister's bragging about, like Fitzpatrick, like the Hollywood moguls, like Joe Silver has played in uh, Tropic Thunder by Tom Cruise, right? In Tropic mm-hmm. Thunder. And that's a parody of him they had to take on. And what's what they have is rage, anger, and they lose it and get manic. And it's like, ask the FBI through my sister. Boy, my sister gets manic and rage. Boy, my mom puts the phone down when she goes off. She loses it. She should be locked away in a sane asylum. She just goes like, just like loses it. Effing that. You know, it's like, that's what she does. These guys do that. They explode. They can't handle it. They can't take the heat. Whereas the rest of us that have been under it and been calm, it drives them crazy. It drives them crazy that we can weather it all and still function well. They knee-jerk reaction. Their arrogance sends them into a tailspin and immediate reactions, and they're, they're predictable. They're totally predictable. Well, it seems stupid. It's just not even predictable. It's stupid. I mean, what they did with COVID was and now they're going to get caught because it's so obvious. Well, yeah. and it's the sad part is is that they kill a lot of people in the process. That's right. That's right. It's horrible. They, there needs to be crimes against humanity. Yes, there and does. And so the best thing the FBI has is their suits. That's about it. The suits they wear, the clothing. That's about it. They're definitely overcompensating for the lack of everything else. <laughs> oh, so they're just shallow suits. I've heard that they're before. Not, they're just they're suits. No, they're bungling nobodies. They really don't know anything. And the police chiefs that they handle, they handle all these police chiefs by sending them to that, what, uh, Quantico, Quantico base in um, Virginia, yep. where they have the FBI training academy. What? So these chief police have to be selected, personally selected by the FBI. You only need a high school equivalency. And off they go. And there they are being trained to be thugs for the FBI. That's all it is. And they, well, they I've walk heard, and- Yeah, I've heard people who've been in the um, police force who were, they went back to school and they're doing pretty good. But they, they told me that if you're too smart, they don't want you. No, they don't want you questioning their rules and, and the wrong thing they're asking you to do. You're asked to do injustices and yeah. you better do it. Or else, and you're asked to lie, and you're asked to harm people. Yeah, it so really it depends on who you work things. with, because they're not all bad. But yes. Well, when they're tapped, when they're tapped, you do what you're told to do. It's like the gold cloaks in Game of Thrones. You do what you're t- paid to do, and f- you follow the orders. When the FBI comes in, you follow the orders of them. The, who's going to say no? You know, you can be the nicest person in the world, and then comes the call, and then they tap you. Mm. Huh. Interesting. So, okay, so what do you want people to know before we end this? That there's hope. I mean, beyond hope. We've got this. Unless something happens to me where I suddenly disappear and all my evidence is gone, which they would love that. We've had so many eruptions during your program. And I know who's doing it because they, they time it for certain topics we're saying. You say certain words, FBI. It's like they just go off. But the thing is, like, We've got this because we we kept the evidence even through all the break-ins and threats and handling and family bought off. We've made it. We survived. The other side's talking about that. They're saying, you know, you survived the chess game. You've won the chess game. You have the power. 
So therefore, the good guys, the good girls are winning. We've got this because we're smarter. We're not trying to be clever. We're not trying to have power. We're just trying to do this right for the children, for the elderly, to do this a better world. We want a better world for all. Yes, we do. For everybody. Yep. So we got the winning side, the winning ticket. Those guys are all individually for themselves. So a better life is coming. A better world is coming. It's going to be very interesting when it reveals all the things I've been talking about. You know, it keeps coming true. When you see their plans and how close it was to actually being implemented, it will raise some skin. It will raise some chicken skin. But the thing is, like, or goosebumps. But the thing is, we made it. We're getting through. And I'm not going to stop. There's no way I'm going to stop. You can't be bought. I can't be bought. There's others out there now that can't be bought. Their philosophy, besides claiming they know everything, and I mean this whole cabal system, all these groups of digital organizations involved, including Bank of England, is that everybody has their price. That's banker talk. That's FBI, CIA talk. No, not everybody. But not a, that's not true. Not everybody. Not when we know what the other price is. The price of what they're trying to do is too high. That's the problem is now we know what they're trying to do. And that price is everything we have. That's right. It wasn't the highest. It wasn't too high for my sister and uh, people who are lower links and not that smart, but like Elon Musk and stuff. But the thing is, like for the rest of us, um, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to give up our souls. We're not going to give up our, our we're not going to go night to night the rest of our lives regretting a choice we made for what? Idiots that are interrupting right now, interrupting the signal right now. We're not going to do that. They don't want sense being made. They don't want that. So they'll keep interrupting. It's like a guy pushing a button. But the thing is that they know we've got them. All they can do now is try to disrupt and mess with communications and things like that. But it's over. It's like it's like the end of World War II and they're Berlin and they're burning their papers. That's what it is right now. So people have hope, know it's going to work. And if you want to preempt some of these things like the stadium thing I was talking about, Talk to local authorities, ask them if the stadiums are what people are going to be sent to in a crisis. If they say yes, then ask if it's supplied. If they say it's not supplied, say supply it. You got all the means to supply those stadiums. And the poor souls that head to those stadiums when the crisis occurs, if it occurs, they'll be stocked with supplies, baby formula, diapers, whatever, and medical supplies. They should be stocked now. If that's the plan, don't don't do this thing where they, they claim later, well, we just we're trying to get the supplies trucked in. Should have been done now. If that's, that's your right. safety stadiums, then have them stocked now. There's no excuse not to. That should be a priority. That's right. Don't do it so, if it's not stocked. You're just you're better off in your own home of having it non-stocked. <laughs> that's right. Screw Get around by your, at your house. Yeah, don't count on them to help you. The establishment, the elite, the cabal do not want to help you. They want to thin out the population. They want to make an Eden. They have, a, they have a fantasy, a wet dream, a fantasy where they're going to have a sustainable planet. Sounds good, right? Love the earth. And they're going to have just a few people on it, uh, a couple million, and it's going to be their people of choice and their families. That's the program. You talked about the program. What is it? The program is the elite enjoy this amazing life with a beautiful planet while the rest of us are shut away in ghettos. Yeah, but the, they they can't – their beautiful elite planet is not is a fallacy if you're doing that to everybody else. It just doesn't work that way. But That's right. The very spirit of it all is going to haunt them. It's not going to work. But see, what's interesting is I've been invited to be inside the elite system because I'm considered a star player, quote, and asset. But you know what? This man doesn't want to be a performing monkey. I want to do something where it's all of us or none of us. All of us get to benefit. 
All of us get to have the material. And that's what I said. I'm not going to give those screenplays out if anything happens to my son or loved ones. And I said, I'm going to destroy them. And the contact on the tape, you hear him going, you can't do that. What? Why not? If anything happens, that's actually kept us alive. You have to learn where, how they think and then play it where it matters most to them, right? Their image, their stimulation, their power, feeling of power. And so by understanding the way they think, just reversing the profiling of us, we can operate within their system to derail it. We can, we can and protect ourselves. Yeah, well, it's hard because nobody thinks like them, you know, because they're psychotic. But what can people... Where can people follow you, learn more about what you're doing? Well, my website's very outdated, redpillrising.org. You can still see the original graphics there, which is very useful. And you can see Aiden's story he made, Father's Journey, which I think was wonderful he did that. He did a great job. The other side's so upset about that video, which or that piece he did, which is two minutes long, if everyone wants to look at it and give him some, you know, a shout out or some encouragement. They're claiming, even through Sophia Stewart, that he doesn't exist. That he doesn't exist. That I, he didn't make that. He doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, he does. He, they claim your son doesn't exist? Like you don't have a son? I mean, yeah, they claim he doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, that he doesn't exist. Because they're so afraid of the piece he made. And that he's a witness that his dad's not psychotic and dangerous and shooting people. So Aiden's a perfect witness for his dad's a really good guy. They don't want a child going, my dad's a good man. My dad loved me. He was my mom and dad. He took me through all this and I saw all these things happen to him. They don't want that, Sarah. They well, how can they just, that. I suppose they claim all sorts of weird stuff, but it's really hard to just say somebody doesn't exist and isn't your kid. That's your, weird. They erase your records. My social security number was erased. My That's why in the Matrix, the original graphic, you've got um, this, that one with my high school, Central West High and everything, with uh, Michelle McGay, the art director, as, as Neil's mom, and Owen Patterson as the other school, the um, production manager. And that stacked graphic, and the first graphic that Wachowski's made, where they say everything has a meaning. Um, like there, it's not. It's like all. It's going real heavy on me. Anyway, July twenty second on the top of the banner, and that's what my when I was being erased, my records were changed, where my social security number disappeared, records of me disappeared, and USA Insurance actually pointed out to me your birthday's listed as July twenty second. Well, that's what shows on the graphics. They knew I was being erased and put it in the mortal's graphic, matrix traffic, which made them feel safe. But then what happens is in Animatrix, when my um, when it's corrected, when my birthday is corrected on records in 2003, that was 1999, you have the situation where this is put in Animatrix, 7259, my exact birthday. The black hands are 7259, my exact birthday on the Animatrix clock, the static in Animatrix. In 2003, I was 44. Four past the four is perfect. So the red hand is the age. My exact birthday in black hands. That's impossible. That's impossible. The mathematical probability, we're actually getting a mathematician to determine it for the documentary. The mathematical wow. probability. It's just so the weird. Kind of, These people are psychotic. They're they're obsessed with you too, which is weird too. They're obsessed. They're obsessed because if they wouldn't I mean that's why I'm saying they're not too smart, because their obsession no. is just weird. Okay, so they don't understand. They don't understand. That's why Elon Musk doesn't like me either. He doesn't understand the work that I have. He doesn't understand it. See? So that's what I'm saying. He's not that bright. Is He does not like Tom Aldhouse because he doesn't understand the work. He knows that I can explain it better than he can because my work. So, and he's profiting off it, making a fortune, among other things. 
Well, the scientists are different, though, because the scientists have to come up with it and make it work. Scientists are pretty cool. I think the sign. I got a call from a guy from NASA um, in Houston. I was like, he called me and said, I saw one of your programs. I just want to tell you how much it's such an honor to talk to you. I'm like, you're a rocket scientist. He's like, well, yeah, but you created this whole thing. And I'm really it was really cool. It was such a great conversation to with a rocket scientist. You know, it was really cool. And he explained to me what what their community is most afraid of is pretty amazing. Do you know what he was concerned about? What? That all the all the answers will be found. That there won't be any stimulation anymore because if you find all the answers, then what's the purpose to life? I'm like, there's so much that's available with layered thinking and experiences, layered feelings, that it'll never end. It's like an orchestra. It's like a symphony. You'll never. Well, yeah, it'll never end. And you can always, if you can figure out how to make yourself better, that's a freaking lot of work. It's really cool. So, yeah, so I got to cheer him up at least. But he explained to me what NASA community and other scientists apparently were feeling. Some of them. Wow. Well, they need to get a life, honestly, for real. <laughs> well, yeah. If they did, yeah. if they were stale, if they they just didn't have good parenting either, because good parents would, well, yeah. is, things were too easy for them. Yeah. That's what he it called, was. Well, he called because he's fans of the work, and he was real excited to talk to the author, the original author. He knew the Wachowskis didn't write it. Those that are really smart know the Wachowskis didn't write it. If they, they know them. Like if you go to, yeah, if you go to the Bound interview online, the Bound interview on YouTube. We're a bound Wachowski's interview, bound. You'll see how they talk, and it's just like, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing the way they really talk. It's like they're on a perpetual drug deal do dosage. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Are, they, they, I mean, you thought Fitzpatrick was good. Yeah. Isn't it true they're not really yeah, gay? Yeah, no, they sound like that. Yeah, no, Lara's hitting on women. I know a lady, um, Fiona Barris, is a good friend of mine. She does jewelry for the stars and Hollywood person. I actually coached her in acting and worked with her a lot on Maui. And she said that Larry hit on her in the woman's bathroom, hit on her. So he's still a dude, but he's all giddy about dressing up like a woman. See, it's just—it's so all weird. part of the agenda. It is. And, what do you and think Andy of, didn't want to be. What do you think of uh, Michelle Obama? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just tell him I said hi. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you seen, did you know him when he was a boy, was he was dressed like a man? No, I just know, I just know about him. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, my God, that's like, it's so obvious. It's so, and that's the thing. They're trying to make the audiences as stupid. I tried to do it as audiences are smart. When I wrote the work, it was for, to treat audiences intelligent. Spielberg yes. and the rest don't do that. They treat them like they're idiots. And so that was what they're doing. They're trying to put stupid things before the, like obvious things before the public. And then they try to see if the public will go for it. And then they're using that as a justification why the public should be uh, reduced and diminished. Well, Spielberg eliminated. did some really good work though. And in, in like the Schindler's off List. The and others, off the backs of others. The reason he did Schindler's List, List is because I put the Nazi Germany thing as in the story, in the Immortals. They make a big bone picking about me about that. But that's when he decided to do Schindler's List. The little girl in the red dress. Yeah, the little girl is mine. So he just copied off of mine. Spielberg's very much involved in my situation to a, to a nauseating degree and a scary degree. Like, look at Minority Report. What do you put in Minority Report? Minority Report is scary. Can I, do you, can I share one more time before we go? Yeah. All right, let me share a screen. I don't know how much time you have, but let me just share a screen. Okay, here we go. Let me show you Spielberg's, how he is involved in my life so terribly. Okay, here we go with a one. 
This is Minority Report. Okay. So we have Philip K. Dick wrote the novel Minority Report. He also specified that he didn't want his work twisted or changed at all. But after his death, which is Disney's way of doing it and Hollywood's way of doing it, Spielberg's with Disney also connected very deeply, they decided to alter it. So what did Spielberg do? Well, Captain John Anderton is on this little newspaper for a split second in the film. Captain John Anderton is Tom Cruise's character. And he is going to, he's going to commit pre-crime, right? So he's going to be put away. Now, this is done in 2002. My son's still alive at this point, the one son of the two that were killed. Captain is my dad's rank, John Anderton, in Scottish clan name with a T. So Captain is not in Philip K. Day's, Philip K. Dick's work. It's not, Captain. They changed, Spielberg changes that to the rank of my actual dad. My dad's rank was Captain of the Navy. John is his name. So what's the pre-crime that Tom Cruise is going to commit? His son, Sean, is murdered. Well, my son, Sean, was murdered after this was done by Spielberg. Spielberg committed a pre-crime. He has my dad's rank name, and he has Sean being killed as the reason that Tom Cruise is going to be put away on a 302, basically, which I'm hauled off after Sean is killed. After the truck tries to run me, truck runs me down, misses me, and they kill Sean instead, and they hand put me into the uh, um, uh, psych ward, saying that I was going to commit pre-crime. See? So they did exactly what Spielberg laid out in 2002. In Philip K. Dick's novel, there's nothing about a son being murdered. So Spielberg stuck all that in, too. Now, That's do they do that for fascination? They're just trying to play out Hollywood They want movies? to be more clever, more clever than the actual author because it's all about being clever, see? And so also look at Saving Private Ryan. Also, they're, they're putting things in to show that you're, you're not as smart as them, that they're doing this. Okay, can you, am I back on with you? Yes, you're back on. So what happens in Saving Private Ryan? Spielberg again. Spielberg in Saving Private Ryan, what he does is he makes up two fictitious characters, the sons that are killed, right? Now, the story is based on plausible events. So what happens is that he makes up the names of the characters. So in the Saving Private Ryan, he can't resist. He keeps plugging away at me. I was told by his best friend, Peter, he hates me. Because Peter, well, I'm talking about Peter from New York, but he was an ex-police guy who told my housemate, Kirsten, that if he slept with him, he would have dinner with Spielberg, she would have dinner with Spielberg and a lead in Sweet Charity in Hollywood. And she went for it. She went for it. And off with my script to Spielberg. So Spielberg wanted me dead. So what happens is in Saving Private Ryan, he puts the two sons that are killed as Sean and also as um, uh, Kirk or Daniel. And what's interesting is my son's names are Sean and Kirk Daniel. Oh, geez. Murder. Murder. So Spielberg has been rubbing it in my face. Always. After his best friend said, don't you ever effing come to Hollywood, you're a dead man. Wow. So do you think Spielberg's doing on purpose? Yes. Well, Spielberg's daughter, wasn't she, isn't she like a prostitute? Sex trafficking victim or something? Yeah. Yes, prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yes. That's yeah. a, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Spielberg's actually related to, or his top guy is Ben Burt, right? Sound guy. He gets top billing. Ben Burt is the cousin of my bad brother connected to disney his wife his his wife's cousin uh diane groves is ben burt spielberg's top man wow that's just really fascinating yeah. so okay well you um need to stay safe and just keep plugging away it's a very interesting story <laughs> and again people can there really isn't a place for people to get hold of you other than your um 
you can use the email. You can do um, Facebook. You can message me through Facebook too. Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Tom Oldhouse on Twitter. Okay. And I'm doing, now doing Instagram too. Okay, excellent. Well, people can follow you then. Yeah, and I want to cap this with this picture here. I think it's kind of fun. I am going to be Tom Bond again. But anyway, so that's me with Otika Ball, who I was engaged to. She's Senator David Boren's niece, Senator David Boren, senior senator at the time. And so the Republican Party was looking out for me at a certain point, and I was actually engaged to be married to Otika. And Disney away. They ripped her away. Why do you think they – why were you – well, the Rockefellers at the same time at Colonial Williamsburg, the Rockefellers were promoting me to be a director. I was Why? supposed to be over vice presidents. And that's right near Camp Perry. Because of the ideas I had, they considered me their star player. Okay. They said, we can't even hold you. You'll be, go- you'll be gone from us. You've got too many talents. And so that's me and Otika. And when they ripped Otika away from me. That's when they gave my work to Wachowskis after they took Otika away. When I lost her, it broke my heart. And is she's she the, the mother, reason I- Is she the mother of your children? She's not the mother of it. She's the one that was going to replace the mother that was actually the insider mother. Okay. So she was all set to, you know, she even took classes to help me step mom. And so she was all there for me. And then she got ripped away. And so what's interesting is it was, it was pretty incredible. How did she get ripped away though? Uh, Disney kind of came in North Carolina theater, Disney and all this other stuff. And they started having the dancing fork from or spoon from, um, what was it? Disney's, um, beauty and the beast yeah. coming to her and all this other stuff. And I, there was, she was pushed and pushed. That's all lies. It's all lies, whatever. After she had been the one that saw me through and I got the script, the screenplay, the immortals is actually written because of her. She was at the pitch session with Bonaventura and actually took the call from him for the information how to submit it through the attorney and everything. So she was integral to my life. And Robertson was so scared of her. He actually asked her, are you working for Ochika? As if it was some kind of organization when he had eyed her up and down. So she was beautiful. She was talented. And she basically saved my life. And that's why the screenplay was written. So, but then she turned and boy, did she, she turned well. So I was like, it it ripped my guts out. And so when I lost her, that destroyed my life. And basically they succeeded. That's when they gave it to the Wachowskis. They gave my work to the Wachowskis. They finally greenlighted it because they kept saying they wanted the science project. After I lost Otika was when they gave it to her. And that's when you see it all happen. And that's when the copyrights changed too. The copyrights, um, the office has immortals and Dean Lorenzo's who winded on the Wachowskis puts his name on the immortals title with all these subtitles. And so that's, if they wouldn't have given it away. Do you think that you would have been more involved? I mean, what do you think would have happened to you? Well, you would have made the film and it would have been different. Yeah, they would have, they would have made the film as is. I think Otika, well, they would have edited some things out, but if Tika had been with me in through 96, we would have gotten credit for the film. They, they were talking about having us actually um, get the credit and Wachowski's were screaming about this. We were going to get credit for the work and we'd be set up. We would have had an amazing world where it would have gone the other way. So when they broke her, that's when they decided to give it to Wachowski. If they hadn't broken Otika, um, you would have seen me getting credit and her credit for the work. We would have, we would have gone. That would have been easier for them just to give you credit. and. They had a lot of pressure from Joel Silver. Wachowski's were furious and everything else. And in fact, that one article I told you about where they said it's robots in the program. They said the Wachowski's were screaming on the phone in the background. They can't do that. So that was right at that time when they were taking Otika. So if they had not succeeded, the Rockefellers, everything would have kept us and we would have been on the inside. I'd like to think having a good influence, you know, to try to steer things the right way. Because I would have said, you know, creativity is the way to go, you know, having compassion and creativity. So, yeah, that was the turning point. And that's when they gave the Wachowskis the work, when they, they had to destroy the author first. And when they, they did a good job, because I, I never got over it. I never got over 
um, losing Otika. I was I was ready to marry her. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's just inside. Not really talking. No, about, no, not, that's that's good that you shared that. Okay, well, I appreciate this, Tom, and I I know you have a lot more going on. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's very interesting. I always enjoy talking to you. So. Um, I hope everything goes well for you. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing the documentary and everything else that you have going on. Because like I said, that what you created, it was a game changer in Hollywood, period. It, it totally changed it around. That's right. They say that it reinvented Hollywood. So, and I have producers that call and say, we still follow the things that you have in there, like putting the credits after you've already opened the movie up. Like 12 minutes into the movie, you have the yeah. credits. Have, yeah, that's what a lot of people do that. They do it now, yeah. But anyway, no, thanks for having me. And um, yeah, I always try to give things I haven't talked about before. And it's just like, yeah, the documentary is going to be killer. It's going to be killer. Well, we have to have you back once the, when you're ready, when you have something new to share. I mean, I'm sure we could talk for hours with new stuff to share, but, but I mean, as far as, you know, when your documentary or anything else coming out or anything, just give me a call. We'll get you back on. This is always so fascinating. Deal. We'll do it. Okay. You guys, you have a great day and stay strong. I'm very proud of you. I won't stop. Believe me, I won't stop. And I got an incredible son, too. We're in yes, you do. Stop. Sounds like you do. So, okay. Take care. All right. Best. Okay. Yeah, bye-bye. Talk soon.